0: Great thanks to your friendly neighbourhood record store, Southbound Records. Moena Troy.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: I'm well, how are you? I'm okay. Okay, that is good to hear, that is good to hear. You've brought us three very different tracks by the sounds of things today. What's, uh... uh
1: I guess they're different, yeah.
0: yeah well, we're going to hear it in a second. What's the first one? Should we hit this, hit
1: this one here? Oh, I think you better hit it. And no shouting about kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. I'm here today to talk about the importance of independent venues. I'm also secretly hoping that by agreeing to talk about the importance of independent venues, I will then be in a position to move away from playing independent venues. <laughs> I'm no good with elocution. All right. This is
0: uh, the sleep and Mods. So
1: a brand new album is called Spare Ribs. It's out everywhere tomorrow. Awesome! Hey, this has got a cool, a cool cover. Yeah, there's two. Uh... Oh yeah, okay, Jason. <laughs> it's got like a um, a
0: case, or a cover that has a uh, cut. cut out. Yeah, die cut. Thank you. That's the word. Die cut ribs, sort of image,
1: uh, over the top of. Jason. Jason from Sleaford Mods. But I think on the other side of the uh, inner sleeve has uh, Andrew. Oh, okay, so you can flip it
0: around and have Andrew Andrew with his ribs out. So this is much anticipated. They have been very prolific recently, putting out almost a record a year, basically. Yeah, not
1: even recently, just...
0: Always. Yeah. The back of this uh, album as well. This is bright yellow, by the way, everybody trying to visualise this at home. Is like an it eye test. Sense. It is trying to read the um, the track one. listing. It is, looks like an of shit eye test.
1: So in what's the what's, of what's the deal with this record? Travel.
0: What's hey. been the kind of way it's come together, Troy?
1: I wish I had I'm not entirely sure, but uh, to be the first thing we heard from it year. was the. Um, well, collaboration with Billy Nomates on a couple of oh, yeah. verses. Uh, then the next thing we could hear was another um, guest vocalist on. It was uh, Amy out of um, Amel and the Sniffers. True, okay. Um, so you could kind of, kind of throw, oh, is it all going to be like this? Has Billy Nomates actually joined Sleep at Mods? No, it's a... <laughs> it's a classic Sleep Mods record. It's, it's a really good one. It's um, what I like about them the most, I think is that uh, as sneery and snarly as it might appear when you first hear them mm. is actually full of humour and uh, uh, kind of positivity I think.
0: Totally, there's always a bit of hope in there.
1: To be a wanker <laughs> just like you. <laughs> and so hopeful. So i don't know if, if this is actually aimed at anybody
0: yeah i w- i was wondering that as well i
1: have a suspicion i'm not going to say but but uh you know the kind of you know that 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 thing at the beginning is, is like kind of a, uh oh yes i'll go i'll support independent whatever but i ain't going to go there but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. hopefully i'll get the notoriety that everyone will know about me supporting independent things and then i'll be able to
0: yeah. Interesting. I'm sure if you did a bit of a Google, you'd probably be able to find out oh, what, the, find what
1: the gossip there was. With Mod Spare Ribs is out tomorrow. There's a coloured vinyl version, there's a black vinyl version, or there's a compact disc version. Now, from 1958, like most people in the world, I'd never heard of this until Giles Peterson started talking <laughs> it up. And when he was talking it up, it's because he didn't have one and he desperately wanted one. So he was saying, if I someone has it, reissue it. Turn it up. So this is what I mean.
0: It's just, you couldn't get more different from Sleaford Mods, really.
1: What okay. are, we, what are yeah. we talking about here? What is this? This is Jose Pratt um, and his orchestra. Now, in 1958, there was a, a touring show called Brasiliana. And Jose Pratt, Jose, sorry, Portuguese. Portuguese. Not, not Spanish. Jose uh, had composed and uh, uh, orchestrated and in fact um, choreographed this show that was uh, going around and uh, they did this album, entitled "Tum Tam Tam Tam. Tam Tam Tam, it's got the most incredible cover, beautiful
0: sort of vintage is it a painting or a recoloured photograph? Actually, I can't. I can't work out.
1: I think it's a severely recoloured photograph.
0: It's a, it's recolored so much it looks like a painting, so but it looks fantastic.
1: Are you recognising this tune in the background?
0: It's got a very familiar feeling to it, but I couldn't place it. Right, that hook
1: that you can hear the uh, operatic guy singing is a. Uh, The hook that later appeared about eight or nine years later on uh, Masca you know, the most famous Brazilian tune ever. And was it credited? No. It was just nicked. (laughs) They just
0: nicked it. That's exactly what it is.
1: So this here, it's... I imagine this would have been a fantastic show to see. It was like a, a combination of that sort of samba sort of rhythm, kind of modal jazz styles, and with this operatic voice, this it's record amazing. is tremendous.
0: I'm still fixated on the fact that they just completely wholesale pinched that melody.
1: Yeah, it's not the first or the last time, probably, that it's happened to somebody. You know. So, yeah, mm. it Outraged. It couldn't div- have
0: just been a coincidence. No. Unlikely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter though. You know, we, yeah, th- th- yeah. Th- we won't let that overshadow stuff.
0: This is a beautiful, a beautiful track, and yeah, as you say, you can just imagine. This would have been pretty impressive to watch.
1: Yeah, it's a okay. So remember, this is before Bossa Nova and things like that. Uh, but it's still this. I think this represented a particular modernity in Brazil at the time. And uh, it might have been the first time that people outside of Brazil got to see and hear that modernity. Very cool. That's the bit. That's the
0: bit. That's the bit. If you hadn't, if you hadn't told me, I'd have probably spent the rest of the day being like, that sounded weirdly familiar. Where did that come from?
1: So. so- Who's reissued this? This is Trunk Records. Now, Trunk reissued it about three years ago, and uh, because there's no master tapes anywhere, the only way that they could find it was uh, the great uh, uh, Brazilian artist Ed Motta had a copy. So they dubbed it off his copy and released it. However, you'll see the sticker uh, on the front of this one, brand new master.
0: (gasps) Sounds even more amazing, three exclamation marks. Yeah, thanks to who? Thanks to Egon Alapet from Now Again.
1: Yeah, so Egon has uh, managed to find uh, perhaps copy tapes, perhaps a much better uh, vinyl copy, I right. don't know. But this um, does sound significantly better. It probably wasn't the highest fidelity recording in the beginning. In the first place, yeah. But nonetheless.
0: It's got atmosphere.
1: Well... My assumption is is that it was recorded not so much in a studio but recorded on location in a hall, not with an audience, but I think with all of those people on the stage and then mic'd up, you know, mainly, probably with just a yeah, few yeah. overhead mics and maybe possibly a mic for that lead singer, I'm not sure.
0: I'm a big fan of this, it's awesome.
1: Tom, Tom, Tom.
0: An incredible, incredible album cover as well. Google it if you want to get an idea of what we're talking about. Or, even better, pop into the shop. When's this one on the shelves, Troy?
1: It is, already.
0: Awesome. Not many copies?
1: No, not too many. Um,
0: Don't sleep on it then. We'll race you there.
1: Now, the unmistakable sound... And I know someone's going to be going Steely Dan. <laughs> yeah, Steely Dan pinched that uh, that opening, of course. So
0: many, so many thieves Pinches. this morning. Pinches.
1: This course is Horace Silver. Uh, his most famous tune, "Song for My Father," title track of the 1965 release on Blue Note. Tomorrow is released as part of the Blue Note Classic series. Oh, cool. Okay. Which means uh, all analog. Originally, for you know, the original master being used, pressed at Optimal in Germany, sounds fantastic.
0: So, um, the album cover is a very beautiful photo of his father. That looks like it was made for an album cover, which quite possibly could have been, you said, because his dad actually was alive when this record was
1: made. Yeah, his dad, John Tavares Silva. Um, shall I tell you something shameful? Go on then. I avoided this record for a long time because I thought that picture on the cover was Horace. And I thought, oh, I don't want to listen to some old man. (laughs) I was much younger. There's a lot to unpack there, Troy. I was very young at the time. Anyways, uh, yeah, it it is a great photo. um, His father was from Cape Verde. And uh, there is elements of this tune, which is like Cape Verdean music, not Mm -hmm. as much as his follow-up album to this. But Horace said of this song that this was specifically inspired by a trip and a tour he had just done to Brazil in 1964. The other really interesting thing about it, he says as he's about to say something which will bore most people, is that uh, this record represented that switch over from his uh, established band to a, to a band of, of new like young people. This song here has the new young people. I think there's two or three with the old band. That's interesting. The new young people, one of them who uh, was Joe Henderson.
0: Okay, so he kind of had this whole new sort of collection of artists to work with for this record. Do you think it changed the way it sounded?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It did. It, um, But it, but possibly only as much as change in his... Um, well, you see, the thing was, Horace Silver, from his, from when he first appeared with the Jazz Messengers back in '53, had very much the same sort of bright, open, mm. soul-leaning sort of style. Mm-hmm. Um, but how he wrote songs, yeah, I, I I think that that possibly it did it did uh, uh, coincide with a change in his writing. Oh yeah,
0: this is very cool. This one does does blow nicely after the last record, actually. I am saying they're all very different. They are, but there's a good segue between these two.
1: Yeah, even though these are all Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Oh. So, yeah, Joe Henderson and Carmel Jones uh, are on this one. Cool. But, of course, that's Horace on the piano.
0: I hope this is putting everybody in a good mood. It's extremely, like smiley music. Well, do you think uh, his dad was going to be happy with this song for him? Well, he looks stoked on the record cover, so I'm going (laughs) to say yes. (laughs) Honestly, he's just living his best life. He's wearing the most snappy suit, he's got a cigar in his mouth, he's grinning away, and he's sitting in the winter sun in a park. Looks very nice. You forgot to mention his hat. Oh, and he's got a fabulous fedora on as well. Yes, I would say he would be very happy with this record. I
1: think so.
0: So this one's out tomorrow on the shelves?
1: Yeah. Now, it, it, the last time it came out, it was part of the Blue Note 75 series. Okay. Sounded good. Now it sounds fantastic. Remastered? Re. Yep. Completely. Kevin Gray has done it from the original tapes. Oh, cool. There's Joe right there in your right channel.
0: Very nice. All right, remind us of the three albums you've brought
1: us this morning, Troy. Okay, Song for My Father, Blue Note Classics uh, series is out tomorrow. Right before that, you heard um, from 1958, uh, Jose Pratt's Tam Tam Tam. That's how you say it if you are just reading it phonetically. Tam 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 is the name of the record. Um, It is the new master out on Trunk Records. Awesome. And we started with the the Delicates... Sounds (laughs) Sounds <laughs> and the dulcet tones of uh, the Sleaford Mods.
0: Fantastic. Their new album
1: is called Spare Rips.
0: Also out tomorrow?
1: Also out tomorrow.
0: Fabulous. Thank you very much, Troy. We'll see you next Thursday and we'll see you in the shop. You will. From the Crate, thanks to Southbound Records, 132 Simon Street. All right.